Fancy seeing you here. I'm your host, Allie Ray, a serial entrepreneur and mom who loves building brands and raising babies. This is a podcast about being on brand and in season in every facet of your life. Each week, we dive into topics around business and brand development while sprinkling some hard-earned life lessons in there too. So if you love a good brand and a good breakdown, buckle up and come along with me as I sort of seamlessly switch between major life roles in an attempt to fulfill all the life dreams of a type A Enneagram 3 millennial small business owner who wants to help other entrepreneurs and raise good humans. This is The Allie Ray Haney Show. Did I have your attention yet? I am starting off this episode with a quote from one of my favorite friends episodes by uh, Ross. So while I'm not moving a couch like he was in the show, I am going to be talking about pivoting service offerings within your service-based business. And let me first give you a little bit of background about me and my business, because I think that will give you some insight into how I know how to do this and also maybe a little bit of credibility on the topic. So I started my professional career as a teacher. I taught high school English for just one year, and I realized very quickly that the traditional public school classroom was not for me. I still have this immense love for education and being a lifelong learner, but it was it wasn't it for me. And so after that sort of identity crisis, because I had gone to school to be a teacher, that was always my plan. My husband was in the military. I could move with that job. Once I figured out that that wasn't for me, I, I had to figure out what my next steps were going to be. And from there, I jumped both feet into the entrepreneurial pool. I didn't dip the toe in. I didn't start part-time. I just went for it. I started my business while we were still living in North Carolina. And at that point, I truly did not really know much about a camera and I truly didn't know much about running a business. So I learned everything from the school of Google pretty much and watched YouTube video after YouTube video all about how to shoot in manual mode, all about what I needed to do to create my LLC. And when I was in that building phase of my business, I was taking pretty much anything that would come my way. If I had an inquiry for a cake smash, I'd be a cake smash photographer. If I had an inquiry for a newborn session, I'd be a newborn photographer. After seeing all those different types of sessions, though, once we moved to Northern Virginia, we were stationed outside of D.C., I realized that I wanted to niche down to weddings. D.C. was a great market for weddings, albeit a little bit saturated for other photographers, but because D.C. is not only very populated, it's also a destination market, there were a lot of couples getting married, so it might have been saturated, but there was enough to go around. So that's when I started into the wedding world, and that was right before my first baby was born in 2018. And I hit the ground running, second shooting a lot um, to build my portfolio within the wedding world. And then after that, everyone knows what happened in 2020. And of course, we were right outside of GC, so the restrictions were pretty high. And that made me have to, 
I guess if you're including all of my career, my second pivot would be this pivot right around COVID because there were no weddings to shoot. So that's when I pivoted to brand photography where I was working with other small business owners to create consistent images for their brand and their uh, any marketing needs that they might have had. So these brand images could be used anywhere on social media, website, email marketing. And I found that I really had a passion for working with other small business owners even more so than weddings. Of course, I still loved weddings, but the overall feel of a wedding day is generally the same. So it was like, yes, the the couple, of course, was different. Their families were different. Their priorities were slightly different, but the cadence of a wedding day pretty much went the same every single time. And I found with branding sessions that it was really a stretch in creativity for every single session. I was approaching each branding session with strategy and asking the business owner what their goals were, how they were going to be using the images so I could tailor it for their best use. And that was a lot of fun. It was like a challenge every single new client that I onboarded because nothing ever looked the same. No one's business is the same. And so that's when my love for working with other small business owners was was ignited. Shortly after that, my husband decided that he was going to be getting out of the military. That was in, we got out in the summer of 2021. And he said that his dream from like before we even got married was that whenever he got out, regardless of whether that was in five years or in 20 years after a full career, that he wanted to move to Kentucky. And there was really, really no reason specifically that he wanted to move to Kentucky. It was he said, I like bourbon and I like horses, so I want to move to Kentucky. And I was on board. And so I said, what if we get, if we move to Kentucky and you get your dream, then I want to get my dream as well of owning a wedding venue. And of course we had a plan and we started to execute that plan. The plan did not go accordingly. So within that venture, there was a pivot there too. Originally, it was intended, of course, to be a wedding venue, and we ran into a lot of challenges with the county and with our neighbors and ended up having to pivot to become an Airbnb. So that's pivot number three at this point. And finally, once that wedding venue didn't take off, we were able to run the Airbnb sort of passively. And that meant that I could pick up my photography business or my personal brand of Allie Ray Haney. As I was figuring out what that was going to look like, I decided that I was kind of done with the wedding world, at least at the moment. And instead of pursuing wedding photography again, I was going to chase down that passion of working with other small business owners. At that point in time, I was actually part of this mastermind group that is called Bunker Labs. And Bunker Labs is an entrepreneurial group for military veterans, um, active duty military, and spouses of military members that are running businesses. So I was in this group with a bunch of different business owners from different industries. One was an IT guy or cybersecurity guy. One was a an app developer for a sports betting and fantasy football aggregator app. One was a life coach. One was a voiceover artist. There were just a ton of different people there that had varying backgrounds. And our cohort leader decided that 
he wanted to kind of go off the script a little bit and see essentially where our strengths are and how we could use those strengths to benefit the group. So what he did was he asked me to perform essentially the strategy that would lead up to my branding photography session if I were to be shooting for one of those clients. And from there, he stopped me after I had done basically like a mini presentation for each cohort member and said, I don't think that you are using your strengths adequately in the current business that you have. And at that point, I was like, I don't, I need you to explain more. And he said, it seems like you are more adept at brand strategy like you are developing each one of your clients' brands as a photographer, like that's a bonus. You ha- you're able to deliver the visuals, but really there's the strategy piece that is so much more important in the grand scheme of things. I think you should market yourself as a brand developer and eventually come on as a type of fractional CMO where you can conduct the strategy for their brand and their marketing. It was immediately like a light bulb went off. I was like, I guess you're right. Um, I'm basically doing this already. And again, like I mentioned, just supplying the visuals, but if I was able to make a service offering out of brand development with brand photography as an add on, that makes a lot more sense. And especially if we are going to be moving and it allows me to be remote. It allows me to make my own hours. Like it's not no longer a time for money exchange where, you know, I show up for a branding session and I'm there for five hours and they pay me for that session. Like this could be ongoing recurring income, therefore making it a little bit easier for me to not having to find new clients all the time. There goes my, what are we up to? Number five, my fifth pivot now. Um, And so needless to say, I have quite a bit of background in pivoting to make my business work with my lifestyle and the season of life that I'm in. One thing for me as a very much so type A person is that each of those pivots at those turning points, I could feel like, or I did feel like I was failing. A lot of things were outside of my control that pushed me to having to do that pivot. Like COVID, for example, that was outside of my control, but I did my best to pivot and make the best of that situation. The For the wedding venue, the county restrictions and the neighbors were outside of my control, but I did my best to salvage the situation by still bringing income for the property, but not necessarily in the way that I had envisioned the property being used. So I want to stress to anyone out there that's facing a pivot that a pivot does not mean a failure. A pivot does not mean a failure. And I want you to hear that and feel that in your bones because I need to hear it and feel it in my bones. It, anytime that you are forced to pivot or anytime that you just want to pivot because what you're doing doesn't make you happy anymore, that's okay. I touched on this in the previous episode that an idea not working out doesn't mean that it's a bad idea. I would even argue that in some ways, if your business is not evolving, regardless of whether that is, you know, changing a huge pivot and creating a new ideal client avatar and service offerings, like even if it's down to like, you're not tweaking your workflow because it may or may not be working for you and your clients. Like if you're not evolving, then 
you're perishing. Like you're going to get left behind. The next thing that I want to talk about is how to know when it's time to pivot. I think that a lot of times, like I mentioned, pivot seems like failure, but that's not necessarily always the case. Sometimes your business that you created when you were in like the hustle phase of your life, it no longer fits your life anymore. Like when I started my business, I didn't have any kids. I now have a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and a five-year-old that we plan on homeschooling. So my life looks drastically different than it did when I first started my business. And it's fine to be able to change and make that fit. I mean, that's the whole reason that I started the business anyway is because my career didn't fit to what I wanted it to like my daily life to look like. So that's, you know, the first sign that you might need to pivot is if your business no longer fits the season of life that you're in. The second scenario is when those external factors are taking place and you don't necessarily have control over those, but you have to do something in order to react to those in order to continue to be in business. The part that I found hard about that second scenario, because I've experienced both scenario one and scenario two, is that setting aside your pride and your ego, that's the hardest part of knowing when you have to pivot or not. If slash when you are able to decouple your ego from your business or your pride from your business, then you have to sit down and look at the numbers. I'll give you the example of the wedding venue. We were granted a permit from the county that we were able to host weddings. However, that permit had some financially challenging requirements in order to be in compliance with that permit. So we had to reimagine our entire business plan. And with that, we realized that we weren't going to be able to raise the initial capital that we needed in order to give the clients the experience that we had envisioned. So either we were going to have to change the business plan, we were going to have to change the brand, or we were going to have to change the way that we were bringing in income from the property. And we allowed the numbers to dictate that for us. That's really, really hard to do. Seeing it black and white, knowing that the dream that you had deep in your heart and soul isn't going to happen, that's that's freaking hard. But it showed us that it was time to pivot and it allowed me to think a, a little bit more clearly about how we could do that and still be able to pay the bills. Now let's jump into once we have decided that it's time to pivot. Regardless, Remember that ad I just read about brand consistency and all that? Then told you about a DIY course you could purchase to create that consistency? Great. Well, in case DIY isn't your vibe, I have something else for you. The brand analysis service is offered by yours truly and is the execution of a comprehensive brand audit that results in a polished marketing plan that will result in a consistent brand across all client touch points, both online and in person. This audit covers all your social media, your website, your email marketing funnels, your in-person experience if you have one. Anywhere your client will encounter your brand, I will discover it and I will give you the tools to make it consistent. Oftentimes, as new business owners, our to-do lists are overwhelming, and we go for the easiest and quickest ways to get tasks completed, which results in a disjointed brand that sends confusing messaging. If you're ready for a clear and consistent brand that permeates through every other facet of your business, the brand analysis service is perfect for you. 
To chat more about working together, visit www.allyrayhaney.com slash contact to schedule your consult call today. All right, now back to the episode. This of whether it's because of the season of life that you're in or the numbers just aren't working, let's figure out how to do next steps, how to create that new business plan. The first thing that I want you to sit down and do is redefine your ideal client. I know this is something that I've probably hit you over the head with over the last few episodes, but if you don't know who you're talking to, then you're not selling to anybody. And in order to define that ideal client, I want you to figure out essentially what their problems are and how you can fix those problems because they're not going to buy from you if you're not alleviating some sort of need of theirs. Once you have a very specific vision of your ideal client, I then want you to build out those surface offerings based off of what their needs are and, of course, making sure that they fit within the current lifestyle that you have. Let me assure you that pivoting is not taking the easy way out. Essentially, pivoting is restarting your business with a new plan, a new vision, a new ideal client, new offerings. So before you decide to make that pivot, make sure that you're ready to commit to it Because what I found is it really is just reinventing your business from the ground up. The thing that makes it easier, though, is that you have the knowledge of how to run a business, of how to market a business from your previous service offering. I will say that I had a real challenge in transitioning from wedding photography over into brand photography because that was a totally different type of marketing. I was marketing wedding photography to a wedding client. It was like another person that didn't own a business. So B to C, business to consumer. Branding, photography, obviously I am marketing to another business owner, another business. So B to B marketing instead of B to C. And that was a really big change in perspective for me. And so that's what something that I want you to keep in mind as you determine whether or not you're going to pivot is how closely related are those two ideal clients, the one that you previously had and the one that you're looking to acquire, because that will determine the level of overhaul that you'll have to do in your business in order to serve the new ideal client well. Like I had to redo my entire website, my entire brand. I started a podcast here. There was a lot more legwork in that pivot from like wedding side of things to branding side of things. One thing that I did find helpful was sitting down and doing an audit of my own online presence. And I went through my website. I went through my social media, my LinkedIn, my Pinterest page, everything to see if I were someone looking to work with me, what is their impression of me online? Because that's most likely the first impression they're going to have of me. And Starting around that pivot from wedding photography to business brand photography back in 2020, that's when the messaging got a little off. So I had to go back through and basically scrub my online presence of that confusing messaging. And I'm I'm still doing that to this day. I still have, I think, up a wedding wire account that I can't get down somehow. I have actually created a free brand audit checklist in order to help other business owners be sure that they are consistent across every client touch point, both online and in person. I'm going to link in the show notes, the link to that free brand audit checklist. If you guys would like to go grab it and take a look, it's a really 
easy, tangible way to see whether or not your messaging, your visuals, everything about your brand to see if it is consistent, especially online, which is where people are going to most likely encounter your brand for the first time. So grab that checklist. It's a really easy one to be able to check off um, and feel like you have actually accomplished something because I feel like as business owners, so often we are behind a computer screen and we have our ADD brains going a thousand miles a minute and nothing ever gets checked off the list. No tabs ever get closed or if they do get closed, five more pop open. So that checklist is a really good way to tangibly sit down and say, okay, I've updated my profile picture across Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. It's a, the same across every platform. I've updated my fonts and my colors in Canva and on my website to make sure they're consistent across every platform. Like it's just a really easy way to be able to make sure you have a cohesive brand where the messaging, the colors and the appearance is coming across aesthetically pleasing and allowing your brand to be familiar to your ideal client. So go ahead and grab that. One final thing that I would really like to leave you all with is this one line that I'm going to play through and through in my head throughout the next few months. A pivot is not a failure. A pivot is not a failure. I want to thank you all for joining me today on this adventure. I can't wait to connect with you next Wednesday. Until then, keep dreaming, keep creating, and remember, your brand is your story. Let's tell it together. As my son would say, did it. You just completed another episode of the Allie Ray Haney show. If you found this helpful, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find this show. And so you never miss an episode. Take a look at the show notes for all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Let's continue the conversation over in my private Facebook group, the Allie Ray Haney show insiders. See you next Wednesday. And as always, I'm here cheering you on as you build your dream brand and business. Thank you.